Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. What is going on? How's it going? Fourth of July is over, so I guess all there's left to say is Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Fourth of July is done. And we're just gonna fast forward right to Halloween. No, I'm just I'm just fucking around. We are officially in the dog days of summer. The days are longer, the nights are warmer, the drinks are a bit colder. You're either working some job, waiting for school to start back up in the fall, or hustling around, planning for the fall. Really just trying to get the ball rolling around for the second half of the year. You know, that's kind of what you're doing during these dog days of summer. I actually looked it up. I think the dog days of summer is July 3rd to whatever 40 days is after that. Because I know it's 40 days. It's like Catholic Lent. Um, So whatever you're doing for these 40 days... I think we can kind of all agree that, you know, this time of year tends to tends to blend all together. We're really just going to look up in about six weeks and think to ourselves, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe it's already going to be September, you know, so you better make the most of your time because in about five minutes, we're going to be picking out Christmas trees. And really, the problem with this time of the year is that since everyone is kind of busy doing their own thing, and since there's no holidays coming up, there's really nothing to talk about. You know, yes, you can go out on Friday nights and spend $300 to have a semi-average time in an overcrowded bar, but there's really not an event that everyone is looking forward to. You know, I think the next holiday is Labor Day, which, let's be honest, that's not really a holiday. No one is celebrating anything. What are we celebrating? The accomplishments of the labor force? No one is taking a moment to thank workers. No one is going to let a regular worker board the plane first like they're in the armed forces. It's just another excuse to fire up the grill, throw in a tank top that's a little too tight, wear some Ray-Bans, and get absolutely hammered. Labor Day is 4th of July's ugly sister. That's what it is, you know, but hey, if it gets me an extra day off, then fuck it. Count me in. Count me in as pro Labor Day if it gets me an extra day off from work. I'm just fucking around here. I think I think I'm just projecting my issues with this time of the year. There really is nothing to talk about, people, you know? I just feel like no one understands how hard it is to have a podcast during this time of the year, you know? That's how I feel. That's just my truth. And, you know, obviously, I'm I'm sure there is shit to talk about. You know, millionaires are being killed by the government, and it's being labeled as a suicide. Again, things aren't looking good for the Olympics because of COVID. Again. And really, at this point, it's just like we get it. You know, I feel like talking about COVID nowadays is just tacky. You know, and sadly... 99% of the people in this world lack originality and aren't able to think of any form of conversation better than lazy topics like coronavirus. Oh, strange times we're going through, am I right? Oh, really? Really? Yeah, you don't say strange. Of course, strange times we're going through. It's a fucking once in a lifetime pandemic. So yeah, let's just stop talking about it. I don't even try to keep up with that horseshit anymore because it's all just noise. That's all it is. And then it's just noise and it goes perfectly with this new trend of only posting fake woke shit or tweeting about the latest mass murder 
or virus outbreak. Like, it's just this new trend that has really killed social media. Everyone nowadays thinks they're a journalist. You're not. You're just an asshole. That's all you are. And here's the thing, folks. I'll admit this. There was a time back when I was younger and my heart could handle more stress where I consumed an unhealthy amount of media. I loved going down the conspiracy rabbit holes. I was always up to date with the newest political bills or political scandals, who was fucking who in terms of, you know, politician on politician and country on country. But there came a point in the past year or so where I had this moment where I just asked myself, what the fuck am I doing? That's exactly what I did. I had this moment, I was scrolling on Twitter and I realized how pointless all of this shit is. And I'm sure if you clip that and sent that to my therapist, she would be worried. But really, I just thought to myself, there are countries falling apart and people are dying from freak accidents every day that like me tweeting about it, it's not going to make a difference. And, you know, whenever I had this moment of realization, it was like a big tectonic shift for me because I've always been addicted to social media and I've always loved knowing about the shit that was going on. But I just kind of finally had this moment where I was able to see how pointless and really how unhappy these fucking platforms made me. You wake up in the morning and you're hoping to have a good day, get a good start to your morning And you turn on your phone and the first thing you see is, oh, 97 people die a slow and painful death in a train accident. And it's just like, that can't be the first thing I see in the morning anymore. I can't be in the right headspace and be ready for the day when shit like that is the first thing I'm seeing. And you know, when I say that, I'm not trying to come off as one of those people who loves to loudly talk about how they're going to delete their social media accounts. Definitely not. Fuck those people. I'll never delete my social media because as much as I love to talk shit about it and as much as I know how addicted I am, I know it's a very toxic love-hate relationship and I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'm not... Where are we going to go? We can go to the library? You know, you can't deny the existence of these platforms. You really can't. The opportunities, the networking, the connections you can make. These things are here to stay. Whether or not this type of social media will exist in the future is questionable. But I think there will always be some type of social platform that we're all going to be on. The rabbit isn't going back into the hat, obviously. So you just have to monitor it. You can't let yourself spend three hours on these things every single day because you'll start to lose your mind, you know? And I think... I think one of the worst parts is that you can slowly see the decline of these platforms. No one really seems to be actually posting. People are posting stories, though. People are posting stories, though. Don't get me wrong. That's really where all of the socializing, quote-unquote, is happening. It's really just all stories at this point because people know they disappear after 24 hours and it won't ruin their profile's image. It's like we're all just kind of sitting in this digital waiting room not really saying anything unless it benefits our brand and it's always funny to see companies like instagram post about new features they're adding as if there aren't enough as if there aren't enough features on these fucking platforms they'll tweet something out you know good news 
we just added a feature that now lets you customize the theme of your chat. And it's like, buddy, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Just give us back chronological order. Is that so fucking hard? Is that so fucking hard? Can I just see what my friends are doing or if they're even alive? Or have we just all been sentenced to this purgatory filled with generic memes and algorithms and debating if you should buy the latest Barstool Sports merch from the Instagram store? But whatever. Maybe I'm bitter. Maybe I just sound like an old man who's not getting with the times. You know, I don't think so. I really don't think so, but whatever. Maybe I'm just a little bitter because growing up, I used to look up to these animals. I remember being like 15 years old when I was just getting into coding. And it was really funny timing because, you know, literally six months after I started really taking computers seriously and started programming, that movie The Social Network came out. And dude, I watched that fucking thing. And when it finished, I was just like, what the fuck was that? You know, it was really the first time in my life where I saw that you could actually make a living and a decent one at that if you just pursued this computer shit. It really blew me away knowing that people were willing to pay you money to simply create stuff on a computer for them. And so, yeah, I looked up to these people and I wanted to be just like them. Young, rich, in charge of one of the most innovative companies in the world. Who wouldn't want that kind of setup? It was like it was like they were rock stars. The movie The Social Network, which sidebar, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you get your life together and watch it tonight. Uh, but anyways, that movie did a really good job at branding the tech world and making it look cool and exciting. Like you know how you know how Tupac kind of made everyone want to be a gangster rapper? The social network made everyone want to be a tech entrepreneur, you know? So for years, for years, I used to just think about how cool it would be to lead the next billion dollar tech company. I would go to bed at night thinking of how that was something I wanted to do with my life. And then one day I turn on the TV and then I see them all sitting there lying to Congress on national television. I click on the screen and all I can see is Zuckerberg and his team of 50 lawyers sitting there, you know, oh, oh, I have never at any point collaborated or sold user data to Russia, you know, and the next thing you know, the tech CEOs, the people who used to be rock stars are now public enemy number one. Suddenly it's no longer cool to run billion dollar companies. And now these corporations are buying off people like Dorsey and Zuckerberg for billions of dollars. Now it's all fucked. Rock stardom is gone. Public trust is gone. The money, well, that's still there. But what I'm trying to say is tech billionaires nowadays are looked at as people who come from blood money. If you say you're in tech, you might as well just be saying you're in oil at this point. All of us geeky kids, all we wanted to do was run a successful tech company and finally be cool. And what did a bunch of douchebags at the top of the food chain do? They fucked it up for everyone. As soon as the cost of data surpassed the cost of oil, things took a turn quickly. And listen, you know, some people, depending on where you stand in terms of ethics, 
would say that tech is becoming just a bit unethical. Some would, some would argue that constantly spying on your users is an invasion of privacy and punishable by law, you know, whatever, whatever. It's not a good time to be in tech in terms of brand is what I'm trying to say. You're at a party, you're having drinks. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you know, I run my own tech business. And it's like, oh, you're in tech. How can you sleep at night knowing you're in that industry? How do you rest knowing all the horrible things that you guys are doing to people? And it's just like, bitch, I have insomnia. What do you mean? How do I sleep at night? I don't sleep at all. And you know what? I I wouldn't be able to sleep no matter what industry I work in. So I might as well just make some money while I'm here. We're all just hustling, hoping to make it to the next level. That's all it is. That's really all it is. If Spotify set up a meeting with me tomorrow and offer me a deal for money, I would take it. They wouldn't even have to finish their pitch. We'd be sitting there in some conference room with Fiji waters and desserts spread out on the table. And they would just go into it. So, Angel, we love the podcast. And we were thinking of offering you a partnership deal for $25 million. Deal. Done fucking deal. Whose pen are we using? And can I take one of these muffins for the fucking road? I wouldn't even read the paperwork. They could literally write, if you sign this, we're going to take you out behind the building and execute you point blank. And I would not care. There were only maybe a handful of things on this earth that I would not do for that kind of money. For $25 million, I will literally give you my show, Spotify. It's yours. I don't even have to be the host of the show anymore. You can hire someone who has red hair and a nose ring and who is going to be backing Elizabeth Warren in 2024. They can take my place and you can put ads every three minutes. I don't give a fuck. You can even keep my name. My replacement can have my name. Give me a contract that size and I will no longer be Angel Bernard. For $25 million, you can have my name, my podcast. You can have my identity, my debts. You can have it all. And listen, I know, I know money corrupts. I'm aware of that. But what the hell am I going to do? Be broken honorable like the rest of you? No. There's no more honor. If honor was an object, it would be the first iPhone. Outdated and no one really gives it a second glance anymore. There's just cashing checks and getting behind the walls and hope it all doesn't come crumbling down in your lifetime. No. No. If you're offered a contract from the man, you tell them to fuck off. Really? Because that'll do so much good for you humanity, right? Telling a billion-dollar corporation no so you can eat ramen in your studio apartment with honor. Give me a break. That's going to do so much for humanity. Here's what you do. All right. Here's what you do if you're offered a major fucking contract or a buyout or anything like that. You shut your fucking mouth. You sign the papers. You take the check. And you don't walk. You run the fuck out of there. And you go out. And you buy yourself a couple of cars, a few houses with walls big enough to withstand the apocalypse, a few Ethereum tokens, and you thank your lucky stars that you somehow bumblefucked your way into more money than most people will ever make in their lifetime. That's what you do. And please, once you get that fat check, don't become one of those all shucks types. 
It's so annoying and honestly insulting when you see these billionaires like Elon or Buffett living in a tiny house. All the money in the world and they live in a two-bedroom apartment in a flyover state somewhere. Grow up, all right? You're worth a billion dollars. Act like it. Act like a billionaire. And you know what? If I were to ever become a billionaire, I promise to stick to tradition. I'm not going to be out doing things like protesting for workers' rights or donating to public health. No. I'm going to go and own an obnoxious amount of cars, own a 30-bedroom house in La Jolla, and I'm going to wear a suit and tie to a sushi dinner where I'm going to drop $10,000. I'm not going to feel shame about the fact that I made a billion dollars by screwing over Americans and burning people's retirements. None of that. None of that. I'm going to wear Armani suits and fly around in my helicopter instead of driving around like a normal human being. And if I hear a peep about how harmful that is to the environment, I'm not going to care. I'm a billionaire and the rules don't apply to me. I really don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, folks. This podcast has gone off the rails. What was I talking about again? What started this long? Oh, how I've been happier since I've been laying off of social media. That's what started this whole fucking... You know what, dude? Fuck it. I think I'm just going to start my own social media platform. It's going to be a mix of Twitter and Instagram in chronological order. That's exactly what we are going to do. And we're going to get stupid rich. We are launching... A new social media site, date, TBD, name, TBD. It's still in the conceptual stages, but but for whoever is listening, if you want to invest, please contact me. We're just going to say fuck an algorithm and fuck an Instagram store, and we're just going to go back to the basics. For God's sakes, is there anything worse and more tacky than an Instagram store? The moment I saw that, I wanted to throw up. Fucking relax, Zuckerberg. We get it. You want to be like Jeff Bezos, you know? It's really just another sorry attempt to squeeze out as much money from their users before a new platform comes and knocks them out. That's really all it is. You're not even users to them. You're just a customer. You're just the statistics. They don't give a fuck. The second you start costing them money is the second they deplatform you. I keep saying how there's no honor left in this country and then when something shitty happens or when I meet a shitty human, I just think to myself, that's horrible. Why would you do something like that? And then I have to remind myself, oh, that's right because there's no honor left in this country. You know, you you meet someone nowadays and you ask them what they do for work and they're just like, oh, yeah, I, I run the entire division at Amazon that monitors your every waking moment. And I'm just like, oh, Oh, good. Good. That's great. You keep doing that, I guess. I mean, that's really the only option left. I mean, what are we going to do? Are you going to argue with this person about how wrong what they're doing is? Like you're just going to get in a screaming match with this person at Applebee's and ruin your dinner knowing it's not going to change anything? Like relax. It doesn't matter. Because if you were given the opportunity or asked to sign a contract big money involved, even though it's an evil fucking corporation, you would take it. 
It's easy to act high and mighty now, but there's a reason people say money talks, folks. There's a reason why it's called the bottom line, because it's all that matters. We've romanticized capitalism so much that money is now like a full, a full-blown religion, you know? So let's just, let's just lean into it because the goal shouldn't be to work until you drop. The goal is to make so much money and to accomplish so much at such a young age that everyone respects you and worships your every step. That's the goal. Make a few bucks, make a name for yourself, and make your way out. That's how it should be. It should just be you sitting by your pool unbothered and completely relaxed. That's what it should be. Speaking of hanging by the pool oh what a segue uh i was out by the pool the other night probably around 11 uh i had a really long fucking day like work has really been one giant headache and all i wanted to do was unwind and relax you know so i head down there put my feet in the water was there cannabis involved for medicinal reasons so anyways, I'm just sitting there trying to enjoy my night, feet in the water, view of the city, alleged joint in hand, and suddenly my phone starts ringing, which if your phone starts ringing after 11 p.m. on a weeknight, it's bad news. That's what it is. Whether it's work or family, you get a call after 11 at night, you're about to be put in a horrible mood. Someone died, you fucked up somehow, just something. So I look at my phone, and it's my mom. And I answer, hey, what's going on, mom? And she's like, hey, son, how's it going? What are you up to? And I'm just like, nothing, just relaxing by the pool. I kind of have like a really long day, and I just need to unwind. And she goes, yeah, yeah, that, that's great. Uh, there's someone here who listens to your podcast who wants to talk to you. And I'm like, what? Who? who they listen to my, Who? And the next thing you know, I'm on the phone with some stranger. I, I, I don't know if I should say their name. I probably won't just out of fear of my life. But anyways, the person gets on the line and it's a girl. And she's like, hi, is this Angel? And I'm just kind of taken back and I tell her, yeah, this is him. And she says, awesome. I listened to the podcast and I just wanted to reach out and, and tell you hi. And so now I'm really confused. I'm taken back. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm taken back. I'm stoned, allegedly, laughing and asking myself, is this really happening? Like, I wasn't, here's the thing. I wasn't really worried about how I had to talk to her. I love talking to people. I was more just kind of befuddled that, that a stranger told my mother, oh, I listened to your son's podcast. It's awesome. And my mother's first reaction was, oh, that's great. Let's call him so you can let him know. And so me, it's like that That was what? And so now me and this girl, like, you know, we get to talking for a couple of minutes. And believe it or not, they were actually a really cool person, which thank God they could have been a fucking psycho, you know. And so we're talking and she she says how she knows that I talk about my therapist on the podcast and how I battle with anxiety and how she also deals with it too. 
um, except she uses things like mushrooms and ayahuasca to deal with it. And which is something I didn't expect to hear, but to each their own, I don't judge. And again, it wasn't a weird conversation. They weren't a weird person at all. In fact, when they started mentioning psychedelics, my first thought was, oh, I think I just met my new best friend. You know, it was, it was really just different. You know, my parents meet someone who's heard of my podcast. And next thing you know, they're calling me to talk to them. You know, I guess that's just where we're at. And please, before you message me giving me shit, you know, oh, what, you think you're Mr. Hollywood now? <laughs> Take a breather, all right? This isn't me trying to brag. I don't even know what this is, people. We're in the dog fucking days of summer. That's, I'm just saying that's probably the most exciting thing that's going to be happening over these next few weeks. So I had to let you guys know about it, you know? Jesus Christ, I can't believe that fucking happened. I need, I need hobbies. That's what I need. This poor girl asked what I did for fun, and I didn't have an answer for her. I just said, oh, I just watched Entourage, I guess. <laughs> That's really all I fucking do nowadays. Um, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Entourage people because I can't, I can't uh, work until 10 p.m. every single night, so I have to fit in time for relaxing. So I'm just like, all right, I'll just watch Turtle smoke weed on TV. Um <laughs> <laughs> but whatever <laughs> it's a great fucking show a bit misogynistic just a little but i think what i love most is i love seeing hollywood during that time just that lifestyle looks fucking amazing dude private jets girls penthouses courtside seats it's heaven it really is heaven nowadays hollywood really isn't that impressive of a place Everyone hates celebrities, which rightfully so. Movies are awful. Theaters are kind of dead. You know, you can't accept an acting role without having a bunch of people try to dig up dirt on you. It's not a fun place to be anymore. You know, let's just say, let's just say Los Angeles stock is way down at the moment. It's basically a penny stock. But back then, Los Angeles stock was high. You know, the high life was really the high life. Now the homeless run the city. The state is going to take half your money to invest in Gavin Newsom's winery. It's just not a fun place to be. Sometimes I get nostalgia for that city, you know, for for California. But it's it's just not what it is. And soon a lot of cities aren't going to be a fun place to be either. You know, a lot of these cities like Austin or Phoenix or Boise, these places like these places are already going to shit and people just started moving there. That was just the first few waves of people. It's only going to get worse. So who knows? Who really knows? Maybe cities like Tempe and Salt Lake City, maybe they'll have to completely die in order to resurrect the powerhouse cities like New York or LA. And if that's the sacrifice it takes, I think that's the sacrifice that should be made. But who knows? I don't really know what's going to happen, but I'm calling it right now. I've been meaning to make a good point so I can fucking say I told you so in a couple years. When we no longer have big cities for people to run to anymore, the only thing left is going to be to just leave the country entirely. That's what it's going to be. So I hope Biden has an open border policy so I can get the fuck 
out of here. I want to leave this third world nation and live in a place that actually knows how to function as a society. Japan, Norway, the Netherlands, more specifically, Amsterdam. Um, I think it'll be good to get out and actually have some sense of normalcy in terms of government and people, really. But who knows? Who knows? With everything closing down again and the Olympics being performed without a crowd, I'm not sure if I should stock up on supplies from Costco or ammunition because society is going to fall apart. Probably both. Um, but again, I hope everything keeps opening up and we figured this shit out. And if not, I'm just going to say fuck it and empty out my savings and travel the world before we get locked down for another year. That's really what I'm going to do. If I wake up tomorrow and it says, hey, we're being locked down in six weeks. You know what? All right, cool. I'm going to go to my bank, get my fucking money, get some plane tickets. And for the next six weeks, I am out and about doing whatever, getting the last ounces of freedom that I have left before we all fucking go back into lockdown. Uh, but anyways, people, I think I'm just rambling at this point. Um, I want to say thank you guys for listening for this week. I appreciate the support. We are actually growing. Please, whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is, stealing your friends' phones, harassing your friends, keep doing it. Fuck those people. Keep doing it. Keep promoting the brand. I really appreciate it. We're just going to keep hustling and keep grinding. Yes, we've been a little late. We're having producer issues again. My producer is actually going to take me to get dinner after this. Um, but anyways, I appreciate you guys listening. I really have nothing to talk about this week. Like, listen, folks, I want to give you guys a badass podcast. You know, I wake up every morning and I say, you know what? I'm going to be Joe Rogan today. I'm going to be on my A fucking game. But whatever. Maybe this is my sign that I have to get back into the whole news cycle and shit like that. I probably won't. But who the fuck knows? Again, I'm rambling. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate all the support. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Angel Bernard. Tell your friends and family about this podcast. Tell your Trump-loving father. Tell your Antifa cousins. Let's build the brand. Let's bring the world together. I love you guys, and I will see you all next week.